Cole Berry here with my man Brett Strauss coming at you with the KC Kingdom podcast, bringing you all the news and notes around Kansas City sports. All right, we got a jam-packed show for you guys this week coming off a loss. It'll be the first one we get to talk about of 2019. Hopefully there's not a, a bunch of those to do, but, you know, you can't win them all, and you got to cover them, the, the losses as well as the wins. Uh, before we get into the Chiefs' losses, though, we're going to just check around the state of Kansas City sports uh, with Brett over there. Yes, sir. All right, we're going to start with the Royals. The Royals aren't expected to hire a manager to take over for the retired Ned Yost until late November. John Sherman is expected to be announced as the new owner of the Royals on November 21st at the MLB owners meeting. It is expected the Royals won't officially start their managerial search until then. Moving over to college football, the Kansas Jayhawks lost to 6th ranked Oklahoma by a score of 45-20. to Most of Kansas' scoring came late with 13 of their 20 points coming in the 4th quarter. Mizzou won big at home against the Troy Trojans by a score of 42-13. to the bigger news coming out of Columbia is the injury status of a few key players. Quarterback Kelly Bryant exited the game after a late hit to his knee, which caused a scare for Tiger fans. Bryant is expected to be fine going forward. Kale Garrett wasn't so lucky as he had to undergo surgery to repair a pectoral tendon. Garrett was coming off a junior season, which saw him lead the SEC in solo tackles and already had three defensive touchdowns this year. He is expected to miss the remainder of the season. All right, lastly, the Kansas Jayhawk men's basketball team made headlines again, but this time it wasn't for NCAA violations, but because Snoop Dogg was in town. The concert put on by the rap star caused a stir when it featured vulgarity, including live pole dancers. The university issued an apology to fans who were expecting a more family-friendly affair. 2019's a crazy year. We're apologizing for a vulgar Snoop Dogg concert. Dude does one. That's true. Dude does one live TV series with Martha Stewart. And now we expect him to just, just be a be a family be a family character. guy. Yeah. yeah. Is there? Does he even have a family friendly song he can perform? Well, he wasn't. He was doing Gin and Juice. Gin and Juice. So, like, yeah, I don't. Yeah, that, that was that was weird. But right, moving on, we'll, we'll go right into the NFL. We'll talk about the state of the AFC West first. News and notes from around the West. Yeah! Uh, let's go ahead and let's start off with the, those pesky Oakland Raiders. Still in it. Still, still there. John Gruden. One game back from the Chiefs. I mean, they, which is surprising the way they've played. They beat, I mean, a down Chicago team, but still a talented Chicago team in London. So that's always tough travel. I mean, yeah, could, could be tough either way. But I, I really didn't expect them to win that game. I or, didn't either dominated the way they they did well the first half they dominated oh the second yeah. half they kind of let them get back in it yeah and then well and the, with that tyra williams wasn't playing either yeah so they and they're already down offensive weapons anyway yeah, so. they just traded for zay jones for a fifth round pick from, yeah. from the buffalo bills so tyrell wasn't playing uh they're playing a great chicago defense so of course they come out and they look great yeah john gruden made a weirdly com- enough yeah yeah john gruden made a comment after the game about sacks saying it was good to talk about our guys for once this week because the the it was the cleo mac revenge game and he still had a fine game but yeah but a lot of that that dominated the headlines for pass rush for oakland so i mean this team's getting a little bit of swagger josh jacobs is starting to look pretty good yeah, they're pretty starting, good. They're starting to gel together. No Vontez Perfect, no Jonathan Abram, no Tyrell Williams, no Antonio Brown from even farther back. No problem. I mean, they're three and two. They're much improved, and it makes the Chiefs win a, a few weeks ago look all the better. Honestly, yeah. Well, and they just beat the Colts, which the Chiefs they, couldn't do. The Chiefs, so. ugh, we're gonna get into that. But staying in the AFC West, let's go to to the little divisional matchup between Denver and the Chargers. I love that. I did too. Denver getting another that win. surprise though. Oh, I think for me, I in in no logical thinking that I think Denver was going to go in there and win that game. And the NFL's crazy like that. Well, and we've been talking about Denver how they've kind of been on the cusp. Yeah, of a few of getting wins. a win. Yeah, and it just happened to be against the Chargers, and, which which helps. I mean, usually yeah. you don't want to root for you in those situations. You root for both to get a tie, but here you wanted Denver to win, and now the Chargers are third in the. They're in the division, and Denver looked. I mean, Philip Lindsay's starting to come into focus a little bit. He's playing yeah. a lot more like last year's Philip Lindsay, and, and this team is looking better. The couple, they're. I mean, there are two field goals and roughing the passer penalties away from also being three and two. Let's, yeah. So that's yeah, pretty strong division right now. Oakland or Denver still in the bottom. The Chargers though, two and three after five weeks. Yeah, the AFC winning 
or the AFC West winning Chargers, the as everyone, yeah, the as everyone predicted for yeah. the last seventeen years in a row. What do you th- what's going on there? Uh, Philip Rivers is getting older. Philip Rivers is getting older. I have injuries, of course, have plagued him, but everyone knows that. Yeah. So um, we talked about this before we actually started doing the pod. We, you know, we have our little roundtable where we kind of go through some things. And I mentioned this a little bit to you guys, and I wanted to get into it, but the Chargers. And I, it started off, I got into an argument on Twitter with, a, it was like, it wasn't an argument, it wasn't like knockout drag out, it was pretty civil. But we were talking about the Chargers and how a team so talented could start off two and three, and usually there is injury concern or regression concern that, that factors into that. And I made the point that I don't think any Charger playing right now is top five at their position. Yeah, and so we started getting into it, and when you look at the Chargers' best players, it's Philip Rivers, Melvin Gordon, Keenan Allen, Joey Bosa, uh, Casey Hayward, Desmond King, and then Derwin James, who's obviously on IR. Right, Derwin James is the only one I would seriously consider at top five at his position, and yeah. he's out. Right. So you look at Philip Rivers, and he's—it's one of those. He's a good quarterback. He's a Pro Bowl caliber quarterback, but they just don't have the studs to go the the distance. I don't think. Yeah, personally, I think that plagues them in the playoffs, as you saw last year against the right. Patriots. Like, I wouldn't take Philip over Aaron Rodgers, Russell Wilson, Tom Brady. Yeah, I don't, I don't think anyone would. No, uh, I don't even think he's in the conversation. Like last year, at least he was in the MVP conversation for after a game. Yeah, when well, he, beat Mahomes. he was in there late. Yeah, for because he had good numbers. It wasn't serious though. No, I mean, I mean it was like yeah, it was thirty touchdowns, ten picks, forty two hundred yards. So it was yeah. great season. But Kirk Cousins had the same season basically. Yeah. But he started getting a little rattled because they beat the Chiefs and they were winning twelve and four. But Drew Brees was always the number two kind of in the yeah. MVP talks. Um, before Andrew Luck retired, you know he was a guy that was definitely above Philip Rivers. Melvin Gordon, top five hit his position at running back. No, no, I mean he's not. I wouldn't. I wouldn't take him above David Johnson, Todd Gurley, Christian McCaffrey, Saquon Barkley, Alvin Kamara, and then you can start. Zeke. You can start talking about Zeke, Lev Bell, and then we're already at seven. Yeah. You know, so that's he's top ten at his position. Keenan Allen, that's uh, he's having a great year. Would you take him over? I'll, I'll throw some names out, and you just tell me if you if you trade straight up Keenan Allen for these guys. OBJ, no. Julio Jones, no. Tyreek Hill, no. Michael May- Thomas, maybe, maybe Tyreek. Would you? I don't know. I personally wouldn't, but just tailored from what our offense has. Yeah, but that, I, that's I, a maybe. Yeah, that's De- a maybe. Devonte Adams, no, definitely Ma- not. Michael Thomas, uh, no. Kenny Galladay, maybe. Yeah, that was a maybe. Maybe, yeah, yeah. And those are the top performers, and that's not to mention AJ Green's out. You can talk Amari Cooper. Maybe. I don't think I would just with Cooper's Cooper, age and his Cooper last couple years. He's nice with route it. runner. Yeah, I mean, it's just it, it's definitely conversation, and we're just talking top five. We're not talking about best at their positions. Yeah. Casey Hayward at corner. Would you take him over Stephon Gilmore? No. Jalen Ramsey. No. Patrick Peterson. No. Xavier Howard for the Dolphins. No, probably not. So maybe he sneaks in at the five. There's other we, Richard yeah. Sermon's having I mean, a year. Yeah. So you make a good point. That's a that's a long winded way to say I don't think that the Chargers have the top end horses to compete because they lost Okung at left tackle. They've lost Derwin James. They've lost Hunter Henry. They've lost some pieces, and so they're two and three. But the Chiefs have lost the left tackle, their best receiver. They were down. They're now down. Chris Jones. We'll see what they're all without him. But they were down two key pieces early, huge, and they're four and one. Yeah. So when you don't have that top end, like because Patrick Mahomes is you know the best at his position. Yeah. Travis well, Kelsey's think, the best at his. I position. honestly think that's what separates four and one and you know and, and like, two and three. Honestly. Yeah, because they're they're a Pro Bowl team and those. Patriots and Chiefs right now, they're like all pro teams. Yeah. And that's kind of where the Chargers are sitting. So when you lose players and you're not elite, you're just really good at your positions, you're going to fall at two and three. That, that's my spiel on the Chargers. I, yeah. I, I, we both kind of get tired of them getting picked to win the division every year. Yeah. And we spent, you know, we spent more time. But it's always, it. you know, it's always like, it's always nice to just watch them not win the division. Oh, every After year. After everybody. All the pundits, but as they say, they're, because they're top to bottom one of the most talented teams. Which they have, yeah. good. They have great players everywhere, but they don't have elite top players, players everywhere. anywhere. Anywhere, anywhere. Yeah. Derwin anywhere. James is the only one I would take. Derwin James over almost every safety in the league. There's guys like you know Landon Collins, Kevin Bayard, Derwin James. Those are the guys. Earl Thomas. Those are the names. Those yeah. are the top guys. He, I would take almost any safety in the league. But other than that, 
I wouldn't trade pretty much anyone our roster, our studs for any of theirs. Yeah. Wouldn't trade Chris Jones for Joey Bosa. I wouldn't trade yeah. Philip for yeah. You get the point. Yep. So moving on from the Chargers, uh, we we can really get into the meat of this thing, talking about Chiefs versus Colts. First L. Oh man. We knew it was coming. I mean, we knew the L was coming. Yeah, we knew the L was coming. Did we, not think it was going to be this game. Someone did in this room. Well, in pre- you did in preseason. In preseason, when Andrew Luck was still playing, I had this game circled as our first loss. You know, I'm not going to say I had the Chiefs by 60, but I might have. <laughs> yeah, you're a, are they by 60 this week, too? We have to wait to find I out. I don't huh? know. Yeah. I'm a little down right now. All right, so I just want to take a moment and do just a stock of the franchise after the first loss. I want to put – because the, if you ask Chiefs Twitter – the sky is falling. Yeah. This, this season's over. Oh, yeah. We're terrible. Right. Do you do you, do you believe that? Are you in that group? Um, No. But I will say, I will say, after last year's losses, it was like, for the first time, it seems like in a while, they were like, yeah, we lost, but it was a good game. It was a good we game. played well. Mm-hmm. This was the first game, especially under Patrick Mahomes, so I feel like it's been a while yeah. since we lost. People lost. finally saw a bad product from we, the Chiefs. We came out and we looked bad and from start to finish. What happened was was we went on the longest scoring streak of 25 points in NFL history. Okay? Patrick Mahomes has never in his NFL career as a starter not scored 25 points. Yeah. The league average is like just under 23. Average. So that's the good ones and the bad ones. He's above league average his entire career. Right. If I told you right now, or not right now, right before game time, I said, okay, I'm going to lock it in. Colts 19 points. Would you take that? Just you get to press the button and it happens. Yeah. I, I was even saying that to my mom in the middle of the game. Like, I can't believe we're going to lose this game. And at the time, it was like we were losing by three. By three. But it felt like we were going to lose already. But I'm like, they scored 13 points. And and that's what happens when you lose a football game in the National Football League sometimes. And so I want to put it into perspective that it's a, anyone listening out there that's that's scared or has red alarms going, your team's going to play bad sometimes. And we haven't we should be used to it as Chiefs fans. Yeah, but we we're not used to it anymore. Yeah, we're not used we, to it anymore. We're not. And so when it happens, it's it's crazy, it's weird and and it's it's worse than what it is. And then you just have to you have to calm down and remember that Patrick Mahomes is your quarterback. Andy Reid's your head coach. We're still talented. We're in, we're banged up right now. Yeah. And that to me has more to do with anything than than just the team well, itself. Injuries were definitely number one. And, I mean, well, we can talk about main reasons why Chiefs lost. Okay, right, let's go with that. And, uh, and so you know we and we've talked about this before. How do teams beat the Chiefs? Well, you got to get turnovers. Got to get turnovers. Which they got one, but it was kind of a big one. And the the turnovers and another way to beat the Chiefs, it's it's a double-edged sword. How you beat the Chiefs is you play man coverage and then you get pass rush with four down linemen. Yeah. That's how you beat them. Which is hard to do. It's hard. It's very hard to do. It's That's the recipe to beat any team in the league. Yeah, you that's beat, how you always beat Tom. You beat, that's That was like yeah. the formula to beat Tom Brady. You beat Tom Brady with sticky man coverage and a pass rush generating four. That's getting to him. You beat Drew Brees with a, with sticky man press coverage and, and a pass rush that's generated by four. And the reason that we are not used to seeing teams do it is because you can't play man coverage with Sammy, Tyreek, and Travis. All of a sudden, your wide receiver core is Byron Pringle, DeAnthony Thomas, Miko Harmon, and Demarcus Robinson – and teams can play man coverage all day long, yeah. and they can take advantage of your left tackle being out and your quarterback being a little hobbled, and then that's what you get. Yeah, Th- That product is what you get. <laughs> Eric Fisher, you know, people like to hate Eric Fisher. Oh, and t- you don't know what you got you don't know gone. what you got till it's gone because <laughs> I swear Cam Irving was on his back more times oh in God. that game than I thought it was possible. I mean, he was just getting pushed over. Like, I think I could have held up that left-end <laughs> position just a little better. Yeah, okay, so Cam Irving turnstile left tackle. And then Andrew Wiley goes down with the, the ankle. Yep. And his replacement, Ryan Hunter, comes in. I saw that this is interesting. I didn't even know this was possible. Ryan Hunter came in for 13 snaps. 11 of them were passing situations. Yeah. Guess what his PFF grade was? 
Low. I'm pass blocking. Just guess. Low number, probably. 42. Zero. Oh. It was a zero. I don't. Think, I didn't even know that was possible. I didn't either until I saw the stat. He graded at the worst because the PFF doesn't go negative. He graded at a zero on his pass blocking. How do you attempts. do? You just lose every every block. He lost every pass. Every pass rush situation. He allowed a pressure. That's hmm. that needs to be fixed. And the well, way, and the, and yeah, and Mahomes' mobi- mobility was was limited. So limited. they were getting pressure in his face. He couldn't move like he usually can. It he, really was the perfect storm. It really was, and that's a, that's what I'm saying is I would also rather lose guys early in the week than in game time because in the NFL you have these game plans, and obviously coaches have contingencies. Yeah, but you game plan a certain way the whole week. Yeah, and so then when those guys go down, so when you don't have an Alex Okafor, a Chris Jones, or Anthony Hitchens, and you're just throwing guys in, and Frank Clark was hobbled, hobbled, you you just you don't have you're basically just yeah. throwing pieces together in a, in a. You don't have a game plan for that. No, you just put them in. Then you, you don't even have a contingency plan. For you that. just play basic and say go go get yeah. go play, young man. The core go after the ball. Yeah. That, that's all it was. And so we, we were getting banged up mid-game. We thought we were going to have Sammy. We had him for a play. He gets hurt. That hurt the fantasy squad. I, I was and wa- it hurt the heart. <laughs> In the heart. I was watching the, the fantasy footballers. Shout out to them. They're a great podcast on fantasy football. And they pointed out that this year has been a great microchasm of Sammy Watkins' career. Yeah. Explodes onto the scene. Yeah. Disappoints for three weeks, then gets hurt. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> I mean, he literally – he was in for so little a time. They, oh. like, announced him. He ran out the tunnel, and I swear he just made a big lap and ran back right back in. Back into the locker in. room. Decoy. He was probably never going to play, but we just wanted the Colts to think he was. Maybe mind games. Well, it obviously did not work. <laughs> All right, so back to things that – why the Chiefs lost. We talk about injuries. Every team has injuries, though. Right. There's a couple key downs that I want – downs plays I want to talk about of why yeah. the Chiefs lost. Number one. On the interception Mahomes threw that they overruled to turn out to be incomplete later. Yep. That dumb penalty yep. by Cam Irving killed the drive. To sling the the player yep. around. It would have been fourth and two and one in field goal range or two in a position to go for it. Yep. That that drive turns into a punt because he gets frustrated. He slings somebody down and gets a personal foul. Which and I don't know if you agree with this or not, but I've been thinking about this. I've been thinking about this for a while. Why do we have that penalty? If it gets overturned, the the reason it is is because it's technically uh, if that penalty would have happened mid play, it doesn't count. It was technically a dead ball, so no matter what, that play was over, so it still counts. I still don't agree so with that. It's because basically, I feel like at the point where you know the the question, anything after that is irrelevant. Well, the the point is is like. I mean, I, I, I understand that, what you're that saying. That penalty but, still would have counted if the play was called incomplete. Right. It wasn't a block in the back during the play. And so it was – It was unless they treat personal fouls different because I, they're, yeah. they're egregious and they deserve to be punished. I do understand that. But so, it's frustrating. It is frustrating. Because it's like if they would have got the call right on the field. They, that would have never happened. It would have never happened. I do agree with that. But it just in a different and way. And what was frustrating for me is I could tell – from in the 300 that section it got that it was an incomplete pass. What I would say to that is just you have to be smarter and keep your head as a – Well, yeah. Because it was egregious. It was definitely a penalty. Yeah. It didn't Well, that's happen. another thing. Penalties. Penalties. Do we want us. to talk about penalties? Uh, we'll talk about penalties after the key play. So that okay. was one yes. key play. Sure. The second key play I thought was the Byron Pringle not getting the first down. Yes. We got to get the first down. He had the first down. Yeah. And then he cuts right and then gets tripped up and doesn't extend, doesn't reach. Right. Well, he, that's just, I mean, have, we know what that is. You got to have better situational awareness. But he is an undrafted is he, is he, Yeah. Guy. He's a young guy. But I mean, Sammy Watkins gets that first down. Demarcus Robinson gets it. Yeah. Demarcus Robinson does whatever he can to get an extra inch every play, no matter mm-hmm. the, 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 the situation. So, yes. And then the subsequent play after that to run it on fourth and one. I'm okay with running the football there. I just want to get that out of the way. I'm not okay with running out of the formation we ran it out of. Well, because, yeah, we don't do that. We That's never just do that. not what we do. So, one, they had nine guys in the box. Two, we never run it just eye formation. And Mm-mm. when we do, teams know what we're doing. And three, at some point, Andy's going to have to realize that he now has the MVP quarterback and the ball will always be better in his hands. Yeah. And I tweeted out, you, you can't take the ball. Because Patrick Mahomes just made a play on third and 28 to get you to fourth and one. 
It's like he is so clutch. It's like letting Derek Fisher dribble up the ball when you got Kobe. Yeah, just waiting on the wing. Waiting on the wing. No, you you put the ball in Patrick's hands. You give him an RPO. If he sees a, a play he likes to run it out of, you let him do it. Yeah. If he doesn't, he pulls it. I mean, you have to give him the option to, because to make a play. I mean, Patrick Mahomes is not a mobile quarterback, but he can move. He can yeah. get he, it with his legs. When he's you know, and when, it, when he's like, hobbled, he's super mobile, but he's not a running quarterback. Right. He can move, but he, he usually doesn't look to run. I mean. That's, that that play out of the shotgun, you know, give him a bunch of options. Spread he's gonna out. he's gonna get the first down. Make sure there's not nine in the box. You spread the defense out. Yeah. If you get six in the box, Patrick goes, Okay, cool. We're you do a out. couple of those little misdirections, the misdirections and then just maybe hand it off still, but But in my head, you just yeah you give it to and him. What's and let frustrating him what's frustrating is if that play goes like we're saying it and it still fails, we're like, why don't you just line why up you, in the why don't you just line, line up, up in the, in the I formation, formation and, and run, just the ball, run the ball, Andy? You get too pass happy, Andy. What are you yeah, doing? I do understand that, yeah. but it, it just in my head, it is you. You're stupid if you if it doesn't work. You're a genius if it does. Right. But for me, I've seen so much clutch out of Patrick Mahomes going forward. Right. I want to put it on the record. I agree with giving him the ball whenever, and I disagree with not giving him the ball. Yeah. That's my stance from now on. Um, those are the three key plays I really saw that really hurt. And then we talked about Well, and it, it was even tough on that fourth down that Justin Houston made the stop. Yeah. And, and we even talked about it a little bit, like, is Justin Houston going to make a play? Like, and then he yeah. screamed at the sideline. Yeah. And then he had a better game than Frank Clark. And whew. Frank Clark. What's going on with Frank Clark? I don't even want to. I don't know. I've watched film. He's not winning his one on ones, and he's drawing well, that's the massive thing, double teams. We always want to, we always want to say, well, he's drawing double teams because well, he's not winning his one on ones either. He is drawing double teams, and he's not winning his one on ones. There's some plays where his one on ones are just a tick away from getting home, and so I really, I don't know. It's just weird, man. It's just one of those things that pass rushers are hard to get multiple sacks year to year. Yeah. We can talk about Tyron Matthew though. Yes. He finally the, the looked. The only bright spot in this whole game. He was diagnosing run plays. He was picking the ball off. He was everywhere. Yeah. So that was a good sign going forward. He had a, what, 88, 89 PFF grade? Oh, yeah. He was he was the PFF it top was, five player, the one of the top five players yeah, of the week. It was big. And so that was good signs. Um, injuries will just – we talked about injuries, but we didn't give the names. We were out at certain points in this game. Alex Okafor, Chris Jones, Xavier Williams, Anthony Hitchens – Eric Fisher, Andrew Wiley, Tyree Kill, Hobbled Mahomes, Sammy Watkins. And Frank Clark. And Frank Clark was in and out. Yeah. That's a that's a list. I mean, of the 22 people. We just listed like eight or nine. Yeah. You know? it was, so that was a list and a half. Chris Jones is the most concerning because he seems like he's, he's definitely going to miss time. He's not playing this week. Yeah. Um, well, that's I read that on Twitter, I think. Yeah. Sam, yeah. It was from Rappaport. Yeah. 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 Uh, Sammy's got a chance to play. Tyreek got a chance to play. We'll, we'll monitor those injury situations, but I just figured we'd give an update on the names of the players well, and, that and were injured. There's, it's kind of like it's concerning, obviously, but what's kind of nice, if there is a silver lining to being very banged up, which we are very, very banged, banged up, is that there's no out for years yet. Not yet. And. The fact that we're still four and one with the some of the injuries, yeah, we can overcome them, and hopefully the hope is you never can predict. But going into the postseason, you're all healthy. Yeah. So I think I've said all I wanted to say about the Chiefs so far. But I do really quick. I do as a Chiefs fan. Sometimes we come off as homerish. Some of these excuses sound very excuse like. I want to give massive credit to the Colts. Yeah, that Colts offensive line. I don't care who was in there. I think they're blocking Aaron Donald. I think they're blocking, yeah. you know, Cleo Mack. Oh, they yeah. were road grade. Well, we even talked about them. They have a good offensive line. They have a great. Uh, Adam Lefko on Pat or Pat McAfee's Twitter said, "If I'm going north of the wall in Westeros to fight some White Walkers, I want my wall to be the Colts offensive line because yeah. those guys are just." And oh man, they were playing so well. Yeah. They were just insane. And there was a point, and I think we all saw it. And even Marlon Mack commented on it. Somewhere in that third quarter, you could tell the Chiefs defense was tired of getting hit. Tired of it. And they were just like, I they mean, were getting hurt. that's what a good offensive line does. They were getting hurt and they were wearing us down. And to our credit, it's not like we gave up. And but, we did but, only allow 19 points. But me and, actually, me and my roommate Josh were talking about this, where they don't give up. But if you're not given 100%, yeah. that hole gets that much bigger. Just a little bit bigger. One guy... Not given his, you know, he's, yeah. man, that I'm you gotta, tired of getting hit. You got to commit yourself yeah. to hurting yourself on a tackle is basically yeah. what it is. 
Last thing I want to bring up about this game is that everyone is really, really concerned about the run defense. Don't be. I know that the time of possession was lopsided. I know that we're getting gashed for yards per carry. I know we're giving up long runs. And in your head, you really want to equate that to us losing. The Chiefs have averaged 10 possessions a game, and we had nine this game. The run defense didn't keep Patrick Mahomes off the field. The Chiefs offense kept Patrick Mahomes yeah. off the field because we couldn't get first downs. Well, the three and outs. The three and outs. It wasn't the run defense. The run Which, I'm like, what in the world am I watching You here? know what this game reminded me of? I was at the one I'm referencing, the Steelers game a couple years ago in the playoffs where they didn't score a single touchdown and yeah. they won the game and yeah. we scored two. That's just what it looked like. Yeah. And it wasn't the defense fault then. It wasn't – everyone was blaming Alex in that game. You're missing wide open Tyreek Hill. Why yeah. couldn't the offense put up more than 14 points and win? But now because we love our quarterback, we don't want to ever blame the offense. Well, it was the – I mean, we had the, like we, you said, like you said earlier – if you said the Colts would score 19 points, it, you'd lock that in. Would you? you I would lock that in we, yeah, every time. We had nine possessions. Our offense averages 10 a game. We just didn't hit the big plays. We didn't sustain drives. Yeah. The, for the first week, the offense let the defense down, and that's okay. That's a good sign yeah. because we're going to get the offense fixed. Right. The defense, 19 points. I'll yeah. take it. I mean, it, it looked frustrating, but 19 points is not that many. Yeah, well, and as Belichick would say, we're on to Houston. Yeah. We're on to Houston. That's that's all it is. We're on to Houston. We, we lost, and we're on to Houston. Man, what a miserable night, though, because I had to drive back. Drive back from Arrowhead. I, your Snapchat, your story was so hyped. Oh, man. You were man. so happy to be I there. I will say, so I was at the game, my first game this year. We, Me and Cole usually catch two, yeah, one or two. two. Two to three, I like to catch. I would like to catch. Three I, is I, the, I guess three I caught is the, three Three's the max year. I try to catch. But I will say, <laughs> the problem is, which you know it was a bad game, when my favorite memory from the game was before the game even started. Yeah, the tailgate? But Well, the tailgate was fun. But when they were announcing, so the defense came running out. So I'm like, all right, they're going to announce the offense. Oh, yeah. And the, so they're doing the offensive linemen, whatever, you know, and everyone's like, yeah, okay, cool. You know, Andrew Wiley, yeah. You know, <laughs> yeah, you can yeah, only yeah. clap so loud for Andrew, Andrew. Wiley. Andrew. Then, uh, then all of a sudden, here comes Sammy Watkins. People are starting to get a little volume. Travis Kelsey comes out. He's, like, banging on the ground like yeah. like King Kong, you know. And people are kind of going crazy. And then it kind of, like, gets pretty quiet. And the smoke starts coming up. They and give like, him the interest. From my angle, all I could see was just 15 just, like, walking out of the end. <laughs> Dude, it got so deafeningly loud in there. I love you it. You couldn't hear the announcement of Patrick Mahomes. Like, I don't even know if they said – MVP, your MVP, you know, yeah. I don't even know, because it was so loud, Yeah, I guess. and it was so cool, like the goosebumps were so real. I love it, yeah, yeah. I mean, what's so frustrating for me <laughs> is it had everything that a great Sunday night football game could have had. The weather was prime, the hype was prime, you know, like. Oh, no, yeah. And I, then. But we're on to Houston. We're on to Houston. We're on to Houston. <sighs> Speaking of being on to Houston, let's, uh, let's get you into a little bit of preview of the game coming up. In October of 2019, a crack starting unit fell prey to casualties and were imprisoned on injury reserve. A new unit took its place, emerging from the Kansas City underground, surviving only as soldiers of fortune. If you have a problem and no remaining starters, and literally no one else to turn to, then maybe you can find them. The B Team. Starring, not Chris Jones. Not Sammy Watkins, not Tyree Kill, not Eric Fisher, not Andrew Wiley, not Anthony Hitchens, not Alex Okafer, not Dorian O'Daniel, not Xavier Williams, and Mahomes on a bum ankle. Sunday, the B team. I'm not ready. The B team versus the Texans. I do like that. That's 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 I like that that's too. fitting. I don't like it, but the, it's it's a fitting analogy. Well, we'll see if we like it come Sunday. All right, before we get into the Texans, like just matchups and specifics and everything, I want to pull up. I, I pulled up some numbers, okay. And because it's a very small sample size, and I know that opponents and stuff factor into this. You are a numbers guy. I did pull up Patrick Mahomes' numbers following a loss last year. Okay. There was four of those. I didn't yeah. count the AFC Championship game because the next game was the Jags. That doesn't count. Right. Following a loss, Patrick Mahomes in 2018, total of four games, threw for 1,200 yards, 13 touchdowns, one interception. 
His per-game splits would be 302 yards, 3 TDs, 114 quarterback rating, and a 62% completion percentage following a loss. Cool. So good. Yeah. Uh, the 302 yards is actually would be his lowest throwing yardage game of the year so far, which is insane to think about. But, I mean, I'll take 3 TDs and 114 QBR, 62% completion. Yeah, I'll take that too. Another number I pulled up, because just because I remembered from my mind, I wanted to go back and check. It was a factual. Travis Kelsey always goes off against the Texans. He averages over 91 yards and almost a touchdown every time he plays them. Wow. So, quick fantasy note. Uh, obviously, you're going to be starting Travis Kelsey, but he should go off against Houston this week, and Mahomes should go off after a loss. We don't know with all the injuries and the hobbleness and everything, but he usually responds and bounces back well. I hope so. Fun little factoid, but going into the game itself, what what do you think? Like, what's your feel over this? You're more scared after their offensive explosion are done, aren't you? I'm very concerned. I w- I'm way more worried about this game than I was a week ago. Yeah, oh yeah. So, And it's not even that I think the Texans are that good. I just am afraid that the Chiefs aren't. And I'm not saying they're not good, but I don't think they're very good right now. They're very banged up. The they're, injuries just kill us. And the Texans look like a hot commodity as far as, yeah. you know, what they just put up Buku points, 50-burger. Yeah. Will Fuller went off. I mean, it's... He went off, off, but that's kind of what Will Fuller has done. The one thing... a little bit. Yeah, the one thing I'd say is that this, this Chiefs team looks, and the Texans team, they look kind of similar. Because the Texans, even yeah. though they're healthy, poor offensive line play, great weapons, and Hopkins and Fuller. Yep. yep. Um, defense, they got J.J. Watt, we got Chris Jones, but their defense is kind of a little bit of... You know they give a little bit just yeah. like ours does, so it'll be a it'll be a pretty interesting matchup because they're very. They don't similar. have the running attack that Indianapolis has. I'm glad you brought that up because this is the Carlos Hyde revenge game. Oh yeah. Oh, cue it up, baby. He, you know, he's gonna go off against us. The way our the way our run defense is right now, and Carlos Hyde that extra motivation. Oh my goodness, he's gonna have 150 yards. <laughs> You think you're, you're, That'd be tough. I, he's not gonna. Go, I mean, Marlon Mack had one forty. I bet. I bet Hyde goes over hundred. I bet he does too. Do but, you think so? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, they're, what they're gonna do is they're gonna try to commit themselves to the run. Yeah. And, and if it works, it's gonna be competitive. If it doesn't, to Hyde's credit, though, he has looked pretty good. I mean, he really yeah. has behind a, what we consider a, a bad old line. They got Larry Tunsil starting to play a lot better now. He's starting to really get into the yeah what he was before the trade. He settled in. That line's looking a little better. Yeah, We're playing a little better. So we got the the Carlos Hyde revenge game. We got the Tyron Matthew revenge game. Ooh, coming from the I Texans. like that one better. I do too. He might be a little extra motivated. Uh, the Rankins revenge game. The guy we got in the Hyde trade. He's an offensive lineman. Yeah, he might play this week with our yeah. guys out. So he he could be. It could be just revenge all over. Wow. This this Texans field. Um, looking at it. The reason I'm concerned is just because the Texans are a very weird team in that they just scored 50, and they're coming off a game where they scored 10. And they looked bad. And they looked terrible. Yeah. And it's it's just going to be – I bet we get their best shot, and I bet they look closer to yeah. a good team than a bad team. This I week. like that it's at home. Yeah. That helps, obviously. But yeah, we are at home. Uh but we do have a short week turnaround too coming yeah. up. I hope we're not looking ahead because this no. isn't this isn't classic trap game territory. This is a good Texans yeah. team. They're winning their division yeah. against the team that just beat us, the Colts. So yeah, what I will say is when we played Deshaun Watson, it's frustrating because he's hard to tackle. He's very hard to tackle. Lamar Jackson gave us fits. Yeah. And Deshaun is a much better passer than Lamar Jackson yeah. is. So if Deshaun's out there running that, around. That was the thing with Lamar is he gave us fits, but it was never like, wow, we just almost sacked him five times and then he burned us deep for an 80-yard score. Exactly, because if – But that's what Watson does. Watson can do that. If he can make those guys miss like Lamar can. He's he's not the runner Lamar is. Right. But Watson is used to having pressure in his face because his line's been terrible and he's very mobile and he's very aware of the pocket. We're also down pass rushers, so it's yeah. not even our stud guys, you know, trying to yeah. wrap him down. So he is going to have those chances to get out of the pocket or make guys miss, and then he's going to look downfield, and our coverage has been good, not great, and there's going to be probably yeah. a wide-open Will Fuller dodge. Well, and they, out there. they have a good receiving core. They're, I mean, those two – I mean, DeAndre Hopkins is the best wide receiver in the game, in my opinion. In my opinion as well. If – we're down one of Sammy or Tyreek. Let's just say one plays, and I'll say Tyreek because I think he's the better receiver, so we'll give ourselves the edge. Okay. Even if Tyreek was playing, I the the Texans have a better receiving core. 
Yeah. Because they have DeAndre Hopkins. They have Will Fuller. I don't know if they'll have Kenny Stills. We need to check the injury update on him. He didn't play this week. Yeah. But if they have Kenny Stills, their wide receiver core is better than ours. Yeah. Not that we're not going to talk about tight ends, just pure wide receivers. And so they're going to have a chance to get open against us and score some points, and that's going to yeah. be scary. Well, on our back end, we didn't look bad in this last game, but the penalties, the oh, holdings. The, the Brashad Breland. Where Breland. He, he, he was covered. I can't remember the receiver, but it was double coverage, and he was just stuck on glue to him and then runs into him for whatever reason. Yeah. That was so inferior. Yeah, the and that was way down the field. It yeah. didn't need to happen. Right. It was, it was so annoying. So that's one thing I'm looking at is if our pass rush isn't getting there, which we already talked about, yeah. they're injured, how is our back end going to hold up? I, I think it is going to hold up. That's my guess. It's going to give up. A lot of big plays, but I don't know if it's going to be enough to where they put 50 on us like they just did this past week. I really look here. I'm hoping, I'm hoping Bond Hope. And I don't know if this is me talking with my heart, just as a fan. I just have this feeling that Frank Clark's going to have the game. He's finally going to just explode. Chris Jones is going to be out. It's going to be at a time when we need him the most. Yeah. And I, I just to That's me, wishful thinking. it's wishful thinking. But I just have to. I we always do every week our prediction on who's going to go off on either side of the ball. Last yeah. week you had Tyron Matthew get his first pick of the year, yep. and, and lo and behold, he came up and did it. Yep. This week for me, I hope I hope I get the the right one because I really think Frank Clark is just going to have a day. I do. I just. Well, we need him, like you said. I mean, it, it would be a perfect time for him to go off. The NFL is weird like that, where for whatever reason a guy's not playing well, and then. Let's take Josh Jacobs, for example. He's been banged up. He's been sick. He's been playing well, but he's not playing great. And then he goes up against the best run defense of football and has two touchdowns and goes off. Yeah. Frank Clark, he's had Chris Jones next to him all season. He's been not very effective. And now he's going up against a good tackle in Laramie Tunsil. And I think he's no, and no one's going to be there to take the double teams. I think he goes off. I think he gets like two sacks or something like that. And yeah. It is a menace. Maybe a forced fumble. Forced fumble, just something. He's going to have a good game. That that's my guess on yeah. defense. Um, I'm looking at a couple things that's gonna tilt. I think if we keep committing turnovers, weird with the turnovers. Oh, I don't understand why we're getting so many fumbles. The in the Lashawn McCoy fumble last week, I thought just in my head he was carrying the ball like he was. You yeah. Know? If you go back and watch, he was high and tight with the yeah. thing. It wasn't even him carrying it yeah. weird. It and was he always carries it weird, which I like. I was the same thing. I assumed he was just doing that class. But he actually does not fumble. He that fumbles often. like twice a year, I think, is what the stats. The average well, he is. hasn't fumbled since 2017. 17. And then his average over his career is like just under two a year, which is, I mean, not ideal, but it's not terrible. He's yeah. not a fumbler. So I don't know. I just, we need to get that. I'm fixed. looking at turnovers, I'm looking at penalties again because. Like we talked about earlier with the Colts, that's kind of how how does a bad team or not a bad team, but how does a in less they were inferior. We could say an inferior. Team. They were banged up like we were. Yeah, and, and then and how does an inferior team beat a a good team? Turnovers on penalties, the road, right? And that's what they did. Establish a run game and and go. Yeah, a penalties. That's another really hard one to swallow. Because we should be a well-coached team. Yeah. We should be. And we seem to always have penalties. We were among the lead leaders in penalties last year. And once again, we're just doing it. And and when you're watching, it's not a biased thing because we're not just like, oh, the refs are screwing us. When I'm watching the game and they show the replays, I'm like, well, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. he did it. He That was definitely a bear oh, hug yeah. on, on the offensive line. Or he did tackle the guy in the secondary. So yeah. it's something we really need to Injuries is one thing that you can't really control that we hope to get back. The main thing we need to work on, not run defense, not play calling, it's it's definitely cleaning up the penalties because yeah. those are drive killers. Oh, yeah. Well, and I mean, it was a one-drive game, really, at exactly. the end of the Colts game. So. And one of those killed drives could have resulted in a win for yeah. the Chiefs. On defense, I think it's Frank Clark. Do you have any guy that you see might pop off? I mean, Tyron Matthews is your guy last week. He could be the guy yeah. this week, too. But Well, I like Breland this week. Do you? I think bounce back game. I think a bounce back game is in order. I mean, I think he's a decent corner. He is. He's obviously not great, but we, I'm excited to see Claiborne. I was a getting more. ready to say we could talk Claiborne because I'm sure he'll get the the nod here. Yeah. Another guy I want to just really quick touch on who's impressed me, who's looked good, maybe not great, but good. 
Tano Passanio is starting to yeah. When he, he steps on that field, he looks like the physical beast that he actually is now. Yeah. So. And his name was called a couple times couple, last week, and he was really close to getting home a few other times. So. Yeah. So I'm really excited to see him play. What against. about offensively? Oof. Um, I don't even know who's going to be in. So that's yeah, tough. That's, that is tough. Uh, with Patrick, we being, talked about Kelsey a little bit already. Kelsey's going to go off just because I think he's really well, he's good. He's kind of having a revenge game or a little bounce back game. He did not play well this last game. The two drops. And did you see the video of him and being me? Yeah. Him shoving Eric. Yeah. I know they hugged it out later. And I'm right. sh- they're fine. They're yeah, very yeah, mature yeah. guys. But I mean, Well, he was frustrated. I mean. I don't know if you could tell from the TV coverage. But oh, he was frustrated. He was just frustrated. I mean, you, you could see him down there pacing the sidelines, standing by himself, didn't want to talk to anybody. Yeah. Banging the ground, you know, when he had that offensive pass interference, but he dropped that pass. He dropped two that looked like fumbles both times, ended up both being incomplete. Yeah. But those are plays he usually comes up with. Yeah. I, I hope he has a bounce back game and isn't as discombobulated. He's been so far, Mahomes is kind of security blanket, which the tight ends yeah. often are. You don't talk about it with an athletic tight end like Kelsey. But. I think uh, I think we might see some of that where they move the pocket, where they'll move it left and right. Yeah. What we saw, who was it? Was it Jacksonville where they were – they had kind of game plans yes. where they would move the pockets to get Mahomes out. It was a little flood kind of route uh, concept, move everything to the right. Yeah. And it was just to just, buy him an extra second, basically. Right, and, and to kind of get the pass rushers kind of out of their – Out of position. Yeah. I think we'll do that if Mahomes isn't very hobbled. He looked really good after the initial ankle sprain in Jacksonville. He came back the next week, and he wasn't as mobile, but he still looked pretty good, and he's been moving well. And there was even a couple plays after the ankle injury against the Colts. I know it could have been adrenaline, but he was still moving well. So hopefully he's not too limited. But if he's not, they will definitely, I think, we'll see some of those flood concepts. On offense, Travis – I want to pick a lineman just because we're so well, bad. Well, you picked Wiley one week. Or not not Wiley, um, Cam Irving. I did pick Cam Irving. Uh, I think that wasn't last week. I no, hope not it was anyway. It was two ago. weeks ago, and he didn't play bad against Detroit. So, hey, one for one little, there. Yeah. Uh, okay, let's not pick a lineman again. Let's go with Damian Williams. I th- He's going to have one of his good performances. Okay. Yep, he's gonna, and it's going to be through the air. It's going to be because the, the line's banged up. We're not going to be able to run it very well. Damien had a couple catches. Like He was that one in the end zone. That I don't know if it was on a wheel route, but it was a throw by Mahomes that just went past it. Yeah. He burnt his guy. Yeah. He was open. Yeah. So he, I saw him looking up at the board. He was and it was close. He's yeah. going to hit one of those this week. He's going to have a big play, and we're going to be reminded why we were so excited about him coming into the season yeah. in the passing game. For the Texans, I mean w- – First off, let's just get it out of the way. Do you think they win this game, the Texans? Do you think they come in and beat us? I don't think so. You've been by sixty by know, sixty every week, what and you, I'm what, not doing that this week. What's your? They got to show me something. Yeah, what's your? What, I think the Chiefs. Ba- I mean, they got to be frustrated. You know, yes. like a lot of it's a lot. Football's emotion. It really I mean, is. It, it's a game of inches, so it's who wants it more. Who wants it more between the Chiefs and the Texans right now? The Texans just put up fifty. They did. So who? Do, what do they have to prove? They can score. The Chiefs just put up ten. You know, Patrick Mahomes was angry. They put up. Uh, they put up thirteen. Or thirteen. We got right, the field right. goal. Yeah, that's right. I forgot about. We that. didn't talk about it, but that field goal. I mean, that just his IQ, Patrick Mahomes, because the, the penalty stopped the clock. But as soon as that ball, he didn't get what he wanted, like a touchdown or a first down. He was just screaming, "Guys, get off the field!" He was getting the field goal unit on the field. Yeah. He was just. He was spot. He's been spotting the balls on those hurry up drives. He's very in tune to the game in the situation. Yeah. So, but Patrick Mahomes is a winner. He's I mean, a winner, and he's a competitor, and so he's going to come out with, you know, I, I think last week looked like we were a little comfortable winning games. Yeah, every week just coming in winning games, and it's like, oh, they hit us in the mouth. I think we come back. We looking, we, we can't look much worse. Can't look much worse, and we talk about Mahomes, and everyone always talks about Mahomes, and people have been saying the blueprint to get to Mahomes, and we even talked about it earlier. The the four pass rushers getting home and them sticky man coverage, he's not been stopped yet. There's not yeah. been a game where Mahomes hasn't hit 300 yards. He Which still had absurd. an insane touchdown last week. Oh, yeah. The back-to-back plays. Or was it back-to-back or was there a play where he hit Kelsey on that sidearm and then the end of the quarter and yeah. then he came down the other side? And then that third and 28, third and freaking 28, and he should have got it. In his own end it. zone. He sh- hobbled. He sh- he, that's the play he hurt his ankle. 
He should have gotten the first. If, if that's anyone other than Byron Pringle, I'm very, fairly certain, gets that first down. That play was magnificent. Patrick Mahomes has not been stopped yet. He's, yeah. he, he's been slowed down to a degree where he's on pace for 5,800 yeah, passing yards. I saw they're already writing like him out of MVP. Oh. You know, Russell Wilson has now got it and all that. I love it because Patrick Mahomes is on pace for 35 touchdowns and 5,800 yards. If he hits 5,800 yards, there's no way anyone else wins MVP. That's the league record by a mile. So he's not been stopped. If anything, his splits from last year, he's thrown more yards in his first five games this year than he did last year. He threw more touchdowns last year, but he also threw more picks. He was at 14 touchdowns, two picks after five games last year, and like – 12, 13, 1,500 yards. He's at 1,800 yards already. He's almost at 2,000 yeah. yards. We're not halfway and through the season. what, 10 touchdowns, no 11, picks? 11 touchdowns, 11 touchdowns no, no picks. picks. Come on. He's not been slowed down even to a degree, guys. So yeah. pump your brakes on that. Score prediction. What do you have? What do you feel? Um, I'm feeling we're back in the 30s. Back in for the Chiefs? Yeah. Okay, and the Texans are in the 20s? I think they're in the 20s. I think it's 28, 31, Close. 28. Yeah. Okay. It's going to be... It's going to be close. So last week we had we, we ended up deciding on a bet. Me and you were going to bet scores every week. Whoever is closest is going to get a point that week. Yeah. And then at the end of the year we'll buy the other's playoff ticket. Is that, the, that was the deal, that right? That was the deal. Assuming we get a play, home playoff game. If we yeah. don't, if we don't win the division, that goes out the window. I won last week because I said the Chiefs were going to win by nine and they <laughs> – Lost by yeah. Six. What did I say they were gonna win by? You had like 20, 24, yeah. 42. Yeah, yeah, it was it pretty bad. This week I have the Chiefs. I'm going more blowout more, more. this week. You you think it's gonna be close? I think thirty four for the Chiefs, and then it'll be maybe twenty eight for the Texans. But they'll they'll score a late touchdown. I have the Chiefs winning, putting up thirty four points. I don't think it's gonna be necessarily close. Even hobbled, I this this team is well coached, and I mentioned it earlier. When you get injured during a game, you just go play. Reed can now game plan with these yeah. injured guys. He knows who he's going to have and who he's not going to have, yeah. and the team's going to step up. Um, the over under for this game, have Six you seen it yet? Six and a half. So you have the Texans covering. I have the Chiefs, Chiefs covering. covering. So that's six and a half. That sounds about right. That's where yeah. I would. That's normally where I would have three it. point home field advantage. Well, no, actually, I didn't have the Chiefs covering either. I said thirty four twenty eight. Yeah, that's so, six point. Yeah. Okay, so we both have Texans covering, but I think that's about it as far as our coverage. Anything else you want to say about the Chiefs Texans game before we just move on to random thoughts? Or I don't think I think we covered it. I it's always well, it's we, been good games in the been past. Good games. When we've talked about the Texans, we didn't mention JJ Watt. He has a chance to wreck the game. Yeah. No Jadavion Clowney though, and I feel hurt. like I feel like the narrative is. It seems like every time we play a younger QB, it's like they're up next: Patrick Mahomes and Deshaun Watson. Patrick the versus, next, yeah, the next Brady Manning. Who's it been so far? Because I'm sure we'll see those. Lamar, articles. Lamar, Baker, Baker. Is that the only two? I feel like we've had another one. Deshaun has been one of those oh, in it, the past. In the playoffs, it was Luck Mahomes was because luck was 29 oh, last yeah. year they're yeah. like this could be the next brady manning this is the playoff rivalry yeah. they want the next brady manning so bad and now it's mahomes it'll probably be mahomes watson and it honestly as far as the most realistic of those four i that's probably the one yeah. if i'm being 100 well baker honest. looks bad baker looks terrible eight picks four tds he threw 100 yards last night um lamar i like i don't love he's electric but he's yeah. not a great passer luck's retired so the next best quarterback in the afc that's young it's got to be Watson. This could be the preview of, of the next Josh year. Allen. <laughs> Josh Allen. <laughs> Sam Darnold versus Mahomes. Every young quarterback in the AFC versus Mason well, Rudolph. Well, that's what, that's what it is. It's, it's almost like funny Patrick. now every time we play a young QB, but it's always Patrick. Obviously, it's Patrick Mahomes versus Derek Carr versus yeah. Patrick Mahomes. Drew Locke versus Patrick Mahomes is the next Brady the next. Manning for the. Well. Okay, this 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 is just I don't know. I hope we don't have to cover a loss again. It's never as fun just talking about the all the no. things we did. Well, today. and and here's what's also not as fun. I love watching all the YouTube videos of all the Skip Bayless and Shannon Sharp. Like, oh, how good the Chiefs are! First and, take. Yeah. Uh, the morning one with Max Kellerman. Good oh, morning yeah. football. Undisputed all the articles on Bleacher Report. This week, I'm like I'm like in LeBron James playoff mode. I'm I, in zero dark. I literally, 30. I'm not even kidding. Okay, so here's my routine. I'm after a Chiefs win, 
So uh, we always have a big get together. We, me and all my friends, we watch football at the house all day. Uh, when the Chiefs play in prime time, it, it's a bigger event. But yeah. we always watch most of all the football all day and, and, the, and the Chiefs play. At the end of the night, after everyone leaves, I go upstairs. I'm a night owl, so I stay up pretty late. So I have a cup of coffee at like 10 p.m. I turn on YouTube, and I watch the highlights from the game. <laughs> and I watch – it's a 14-minute NFL clip. They always post it every week of every team. Then I wake up the next morning. I put on Bleacher Report. I read every article that they wrote. Oh, yeah. I check Twitter. After a loss, I I go to bed. I wake up the next morning. I don't even look at my phone because oh, I don't neither. even care. Me and, neither. And then I, I, I have my morning coffee. I decompress. I remind myself it's okay. Goose Fraba. One loss. We'll be fine. Text Brett, hey, we're going to talk about this week on the pod, and then and then we're off to the races again. So I just I just replied that emoji with the little symbols, like um, the cursing emoji. Oh that's all yeah, I, that's, th- all, that's I all I get. Yeah, that's all I get. Because you could fall into the trap of of arguing online with haters because the, when a team is this in the news right now, because Patrick Mahomes is our quarterback. There's so many people oh, that hate us. Yeah, like, and, oh, there's Patrick Mahomes' true self coming true, out. System quarterback. And yeah. it, you just have to avoid it all because you don't want to argue with somebody yeah. who obviously either doesn't. But it's like, it's crazy how after the loss, I get on the internet immediately and I'm just looking for somebody else to be mad with me. <laughs> yeah. And so when you? I'm seeing someone like, wow, worst game ever, I'm like, yeah, yeah it was. And then, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and then the next one. It was terrible. Okay, so the podcast, we're going to switch it up a little next week. We have a Thursday night game, and we usually do the podcast on Tuesday, release it Tuesday night, Wednesday morning. We're going to record next Monday, and we should have it out for you on Tuesday, Tuesday. morning. So that that's just a little schedule change. We'll talk about, once again, we, every week we'll just preview the next game. We'll have those fun little trailers we do, and then we'll talk about the game we just played. We have, what, what's in two weeks? It's the Broncos on Thursday night at Mile High. So yep. th- that's going to be next week's preview. We'll talk about any news around Kansas City. Uh, you can find us uh, at the KC Kingdom Podcast on anywhere you get podcasts. We're on right now the Spreaker app, uh, Spreaker.com or the Spreaker app. That's our number one. We also go on uh, Apple iTunes, Google Play. Uh, every week, starting this week, there's going to be on KCKingdom.com an accompanying post with timestamps and just coverage of the podcast. And there'll be a, a link to the pod there as well. Um, anything else, Brett? That's it. All right, we'll see you guys next week.